Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 146, The Trail is Closed. On this episode, we give some updates on how the hiking and backpacking community is being asked not to be on our national scenic trails and what information you need to have as good resources. We also share a public service announcement that the Podcast Association has asked us to share via the CDC, and we have agreed to participate in that campaign. We also answer the question, why can't I go for a simple hike? You can always join in on our discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come and hang out with us and become a part of our community. So as a public service announcement, I'm going to play the PSA. Uh, This is from the CDC. Uh, Help stop spread the COVID-19 virus, the coronavirus. Um, This is a message from the CDC. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. Well, first of all, Ariana is not sick. I'm doing it solo. Uh, she's fine. She's probably a little aggravated right now, but she's not sick. Uh, she couldn't be here on recording day. Uh, her job and her issue with her work right now is, um, well, it's pretty crazy as you can imagine. And so she is kind of in command central for her work trying to figure things out and trying to figure out how to save jobs and how to keep um, some of our local uh, dogs um, still being cared for. As you know, Ariane is a part of a dog daycare uh, company and uh, she is a facilities area manager. So she kind of takes care of all the stores that they have and they they have quite a few. Um, So at this point, they're just trying to save jobs and at the same time, take care of the very few dogs that are still coming in to help support you know, people in the community, obviously. So she's there. So I'm going to take this on and do the podcast uh, myself so we can get it out early today for everybody as far as our Patreons go. And then, of course, tomorrow... We're on a, a Thursday for a regular download time. So anyway, appreciate everybody um, being patient uh, with me as uh, we kind of go through this. So kind of let's talk about this for a minute and talk a little bit about the the trail being closed. And I definitely see the reasoning behind it in some cases, not all cases, but in some cases. And I want to share that with you uh, first. So let's kind of go through uh, each of the National Scenic Trails. We have kind of two of them that have trail associations. Um, One does not. Um, But we have, and and some of the other smaller ones really are the same 
the the same concept. So uh, with the two big national scenic trails, obviously, are the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. The Continental Divide Trail used to have a trail association. They don't have it anymore. But then you have smaller trail associations like the Florida, the Arizona, uh, the Bent Mackay. You've got smaller different trail associations across the country. And basically, they're all kind of saying the same thing. Um, and so what does that really what does that really mean and why? Why are they closing trails? Now, I know uh, even for me, and when we and Ariana and I uh, were speaking about this, we thought, well, that's, you know, why are they closing the trails? That's the one place where, you know, you should be able to go get fresh air. Well, we kind of saw what was happening and I totally understand why they're doing it. And I want to see, I want to hear your opinion on it. So we're going to post this particular topic on our Facebook group. So we want to hear good, bad, I don't understand it. Yeah, I totally get it. We want to totally uh, hear your opinion on this. So let's kind of start uh, from east and then go west. We'll start with the Appalachian Trail first. Uh, coming from the president of the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, uh, as they were talking and put this, uh, uh, this, this bulletin out there, um, and this is coming directly from the president. I'm making an un, unproduced un. I'm making a request to please stay away from the Appalachian Trail, whether you hike it for a couple hours or a couple days. Staying away from the trail minimizes the spread or contraction of COVID-19. So at first, I'm like, okay, why? But after reading it and after looking at it, and of course the Appalachian Trail is kind of our backyard, well, I can totally see why they're concerned. It's not the trail, it's the amount of people that are gathering to, and it's probably the same thought, hey, I'm going to get outside, I'm going to hike the trail, and no one's going to be out there. Well, there's thousands of people out there, and therein lies the problem. We've found that trailhead parking lots exceeding their maximum capacities, shelters full of overnight hikers, day hikers, using picnic tables and privies and group trips containing continuing as planned, popular spots along the trail like Blood Mountain in Georgia, McAfee Knob in Virginia, and other areas have seen day use reach record-breaking levels. Cars line the highways leading to popular day hiking spots on the trail. Hiking the AT has become, in other words, the opposite of social distancing. So there really is the crux of why they have decided to close the Appalachian Trail. But it goes further than that. It goes further than that. On the Appalachian Trail, you have a, uh, you have a lot of smaller communities. Um, these smaller communities, these trail towns, where you go to resupply and you go to visit, and a lot of these trail towns have trailheads that you can catch to the Appalachian Trail. Uh, and there's quite a few of them. Uh, Damascus, Virginia, we're going to talk about that. The trail runs right through their town, right down Main Street. So you've got some of these other areas where the trail goes right right through the town. The, the issue with that is that these smaller trail towns have no capacity to handle the influx of people getting 
this coronavirus. They have limited capacity on a good year to handle a high flu season. So the last thing that they want is um, these trail towns that are part of county municipalities that may only have one, maybe, an ICU unit or an emergency room hospital where maybe they have 10 beds at, at the most where all of a sudden they've got, you know, 40, 50 people um, from uh, a small populated town catching the coronavirus because someone who is asymptomatic that did not have the virus or didn't show signs of having the virus, but they were still contagious, going around saying, hey, I feel fine. I think I'll buy some mountain house food. I think I'll touch this, touch that, touch this, touch that. Um, I'm fine. And then they've gone ahead and spread the virus to the older population in that town. And I think that's the crux of it. The the It's not going outside and hiking. It's going outside and being with a thousand other people. And that is why... They are, they, that's why they've decided to close the Appalachian Trail. Now, the Appalachian Trail is a very unique trail, as we all know. It is the granddaddy of trails. It's the trail that everybody wants to be on. And I think what's happening in this specific um, moment is that people are saying, well, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail. Well, there's, you know, 10,000 other people that have the same idea as you. And I think that in lies the problem. Um, so uh, she goes on uh, to say, uh, uh, many day hikers see the outdoors as an escape from the stresses of these difficult times, but with crowding from day hikers reaching unmanageable levels and the lack of any staff or volunteers to manage this traffic, it is necessary that all hikers avoid accessing the trail. They T is not a separate reality from the communities in which hikers live. So until the risk of spreading COVID-19 has reduced significantly, hiking on a heavily trafficked trail like the AT potentially increases rather than reduces harm. So and that's a pretty powerful message coming from the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. Um, so, um, I am quite sure that, um, there's a bigger picture there, um, on a healthy, um, I won't even say healthy on a regular year. Um, you have, um, you know, the norovirus that the AT has to deal with. You've got, you know, the regular flu season and, and in this particular case, you know, because this virus can live on metal, and, you know, you've got these bear bag, you know, you've got these bear poles. You've got people handling the trail book inside these shelters. You've got people that have change in their pocket that are going into town and buying stuff. And they're giving, they're taking the change out of their pocket. If they are uh, not showing any signs of the virus, but they have coronavirus, then they are spreading that change and giving it to the clerk at your local outfitter store. And so that's what the pro that's what they're trying to stop. So um, the Appalachian Trail is closed. So let's talk a little bit then, and let's go west, and let's talk about the Pacific Crest Trail and why they have decided to close the Pacific Crest Trail 
down. It's basically almost the same, the the same verbiage. Um, they uh, they are they are stating that uh, under these circumstances, choosing to travel to and start or continue a journey on the PCT runs counter to widely accepted medical, government, and scientific recommendations for not only avoiding exposure to the coronavirus, but also for limiting the spread of COVID-19. So the Pacific Crest Trail, it is closed. Um, As reported cases of COVID-19 continue to increase, many people have put their PCT trips on indefinite hold. Many others are currently on the trail heading north on their through hike. So I think, again, if you look at the concept of travel, the concept of why, uh, and California is hit hard. Um, The Appalachian Trail goes through New York. These are two really bad states. You're talking about Washington. That's another hotbed that the PCT runs through. So it, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's the travel restriction. It's staying away from a large group of people. Now, on the other hand, and I want to say this, on the other hand, if, if, if you want to go outside and go hiking and you're on a trail by yourself, well, I, you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. The, the, the problem or the solution to that is take what you need and have everything ready to go from your car to your backpack. You put it on your pack and that's it. You know, if you want to go backpacking, go sleep in the wilderness by yourself, go for it. Just don't do it where there's a thousand other people and don't do it where you have to go into town and talk or see or be close to a thousand other people. I think that's the key. That's the key here. It's the social distancing and keeping away from others until this whole thing passes and it will pass. Um, We will, uh, you know, we will put this in, in our past for sure. So, um, you know, the, uh, the primary, uh, I'll read a little bit because I think this is important too for as far as the Pacific Crest Trail goes. A primary administration, a primary administrative authority for the PCT lies within the U.S. Forest Service and not with the Pacific Trail Association. So they're getting their kind of like instruction from the U.S. Uh, Forest Service that the U.S. Forest Service also manages and is a man, is really the primary management service for the Appalachian Trail. Uh, remember, the Appalachian Trail starts in the Chattahoochee National Forest, so they're getting a lot of their recommendations. Plus, you have state parks that are governed by your your local state officials. I know that they have closed a lot of state parks in and around the country for various different reasons, and. They do have their reasons for it. I don't want to say they're, you know, why would they close it? I think now after we've seen this spread get, you know, a little bit worse and, you know, they're they're a little bit more uh, fearful that it could take over some different areas 
um, you know, in hospitals, emergency rooms, uh, you know, doctors, nurses, there could be a shortage, shortage, and we don't want to get those people sick either because then we're really screwed. Um, and, you know, just to look at different specific areas that they can manage and at least uh, try to control the spread the best they can. Again, this is nature uh, working here, and it's it's hard to control nature, but we're going to do the best we can here. So, um, so that's that from the Appalachian Trail and from the Pacific Crest Trail. Uh, and I'm going to put all these resources on this um, post on trustthetrailpodcast.com under episode 146. I'm going to have a couple links that you can see where all the parks and all the area places that are closed along the Appalachian Trail and other links and other resources that are going to be there. So you can just click on that and go to those resources and say, okay, this is closed, this is open, blah, 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 and look where you live compared to where... Uh, there's other dense popul- popular or population areas are. Um, and the other thing too, so um, just so you know, uh, and I would like to get this out early um, for those who don't know, uh, Trail Days in Damascus, Virginia, Trail Days 2020 is canceled. Uh, that is a press release that has come out uh, from Damascus, Virginia, from the mayor saying, uh, yeah, I think uh, bringing in uh, forty to 50,000 people in a trail town of 940 is a bad idea. I probably agree with him on that, on that point. Um, Damascus is a very unique, it's a very beautiful town, and I feel for a lot of uh, them right now, if they are being subject to closures and... Um, you know, businesses are closing there. They they don't have a lot of income there. And so I feel really bad uh, for Damascus um, because Trail Days, by the way, is their Christmas. Uh, um, if they were, uh, you know, like retail stores look for Christmas to make their year, well, Trail Days is their Christmas. They make most of their income and a lot of, of you know their bars and restaurants and and they only have a few uh that is their big big gigantic income year for them and now that's canceled so uh think of them uh also uh damascus virginia trail days is closed i'm gonna put that um i'm also gonna put a link for that so you can kind of read a little bit about why uh, their decision again. This is all being mandated, a suggested mandate, mandated by uh, you know the CDC by saying, hey, you know, groups of people, that's bad. It's a bad gig. Groups of ten or more people, <laughs> you're going to increase your chance of getting sick, even if the nine people that you're with show no symptoms, but one of them has been tested or does would test positive for the coronavirus because that one person is going to spread it to three or four people. And then those three or four people are going to spread it to three or four people and then on and on and on and on. And that's, um, that's really what everybody 
is worried about are the people that don't show any symptoms but have tested positive that are in these large groups of people because we're never going to get a real hold over that thing. So I'm going to put a link on the Trail Days cancellation um, on Podcast 146 on com. You can kind of take a look at that. Um, by the way, um, it's probably a good time uh, to look online for gear deals also. So as some of these stores like REI, they've closed. Um, and so, you know, they're they're looking for online support. Um, a lot of these gear companies are looking for online support. Remember, we put a site together that you can look for all of those in one place. That's the backpackerstore.com. Uh, the power really in that site is in the search. So if you go to the search, you can type the piece of gear that you're looking for, that you're interested in, and you can compare all the prices in one place. You can uh, compare prices to uh, if you're looking for like, uh, you know, Big Agnes uh, sleeping bag or uh, the UL tent or, or whatever you're looking for. You, you put that in the search and then you can get REI, Eastern Mountain Sports, Camp Saver, um, Moose Jaw. You get all the gear manufacturers that are carrying that gear and you can compare prices. That's the backpackerstore.com. And full disclosure, that is our site. We wrote that site, we coded that site, um, and uh, we do make a small commission off of that gear, but it's free for you to use. It doesn't cost you anything, and you usually get 30% off. It's, it's, it starts at about 30% off, all the pieces of gear on that site, and it helps support the, the podcast. So we appreciate it if you go to the backpackerstore.com and take a look at that. Um, I would imagine that um, we are going to get killer killer deals on gear as all this inventory just kind of stacks up in all these warehouses across our country that we can't get out of our stores because our stores are closed. So uh, I think there's going to be a big, big push on that. We'll probably have the best year in uh, sales <laughs> that we've ever had because people are trying to get this inventory out and gone. Um, so what do you guys think? I, I think the the big uh, the big takeaway is this. Um, you know, for every uh, for every um, I don't want to say crisis. I think that's a strong word, maybe, but I think for every a downturn that um, whether it's uh, you take personally or now our country is taking, as far as you know, we're, we're trying to get through this 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 thing where you know it's a bad issue so but but there's always opportunity there's always opportunity if you look for it so here's my challenge to you right now um my challenge is this is that um stay away from everybody okay you know but if you want to get outdoors go find a quiet place that nobody goes to you know, if it's uh, hiking in the wilderness, there's a lot of wilderness areas out there. I think a lot of trails out there. So if you can find a place, if your state park is open and they have a backpacking trail, or maybe it's just going outside in your backyard, connect with nature. You can still connect with nature. Nature's not closed. Um, nature's open. But my challenge is to you is that for, for people that have always been trepidatious about, um, you know, being alone in a tent outside, or and I don't want to go backpacking alone, I'm not going to go hiking alone, this is the time 
to face that fear. Um, there's no better time than right now if, you know, people like, I don't know if I could be in a tent by myself. Well, this is your time to try that. This is your time to go in your backyard or go where nobody goes. Again, stay away from trail towns, you know, bring everything with you. Make sure you're not with people. But this is a perfect time that you have to just be alone and be quiet with nature. And, um, you know, and face that fear. Um, You don't have to do it with a thousand other people. You don't have to do it, you know, in a very popular setting. Um, This isn't the time to get that perfect Instagram shot. Your Instagram shot right now should be, I've never gone camping by myself before. I'm in a place where no one goes. I'm social distancing. I brought everything with me. I haven't gone into any trail towns. And I'm sleeping in my tent for the first time under the stars. That's okay. That is that is okay to do. Um, we are in Atlanta. This is where Ariana and I both uh, live right now. Um, and so they've put us under a, a shelter in place. But you know what's still open? The urban trail in and around the Atlanta area. That is still open. So... It's still important to connect with nature. It's still important to go outside. Now, I'm not so sure I I fully agree with that urban trail being open right now. I don't I, I think if you're gonna close down all these businesses, you need to close down where a lot of people congregate, and that is one of them. And I think if it's bad for the Appalachian Trail, it's certainly bad for the Atlanta Beltline. But if you can go out and you know, spend a little quality time by yourself in a tent where nobody else is. And um, I think this is a really good time to face that fear. So I challenge you to be creative and get out there and say, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go camping this week. I'm going to go by myself. And I'm just going to go to a little area where there's backpacking and, and there's, there's not going to be a lot of people. You know, and I'm, I'm going to go out there, even if it's for one night, just to co- kind of get out of the house, connect with nature um, and feel a little bit more uh, connected. I think this whole thing um, is going to be in the end. It's going to be a wake up call for a lot of people that um, understand that we're pretty resourceful as human beings. We're, we can we can be pretty creative when we're stuck at home and we're looking for things to do. Um, it's a perfect time to say, you know what, uh, social distancing, man, you know what, really? I kind of like uh, being at home, not talking to 10,000 people a day. Um, that might be one of the things that comes out of this whole thing. And, you know, finding who you are and having that alone time and, and just and just connecting outside with, with what's important, because I think in the end that, that really is important for, for all of us. So, um, really appreciate you guys listening. I know this is a shorter podcast, um, this week and, uh, you know, I apologize for that. I think with everything that's going on, um, I did want to, uh, I did want to participate in the public service announcement that PSA will be on probably the next four of our episodes. Uh, so for new people that are coming in and listening to this podcast, 
um, it's always a good reminder um, to be uh, have, to have that message forefront in our minds that hey, you know, hanging out with a thousand people is probably not a good idea right now. So we're we're going to have that on our um, at least f- four of the other episodes that we are participating in that uh, PSA. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please post a comment on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcatchers. It really helps spread the word to uh, other people, new people out there. Of course, shout outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook members. I really enjoy all the photographs of people saying, hey, I'm hiking around the block. Or I'm taking a walk. Um, Helene had posted a picture say, I don't know if this counts, but I've, I'm walking around the block. And I wrote her back. I'm like, it absolutely counts. Absolutely it counts. Get outside. You know, connecting with nature doesn't mean, you know, you're in the middle of a wilderness area. <laughs> Sometimes connecting with nature is maybe going up on the on the rooftop and watching a sunset or watching the sunrise or just, you know, going out at midnight and looking at the full moon or the stars. That That's connecting with nature, folks. So it's not always in the middle of the wilderness. Um, so thank you for all of our Facebook members that are posting uh, photographs and um, keeping everybody happy with your with your outdoor pictures uh, special thanks to our patrons who help support our podcast ted jones dave boyer john phillips rick jerry shirley nutt jerry suzanne johnson brad wolf helene mike pellet jacqueline danny bound jack masters amy tappendorf jeff neiman kathy kennison bob esser Matthew Creecroft. If you don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account and go to Trust the Trail Podcast. As little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content. I will be putting out in the next week our gear, our Trust the Trail gear talk. That'll be on, uh, that'll be for a virtual download. I'm going to put, I'm putting all those episodes together so you can uh, get that package and download all our Trust the Trail gear talk episodes. We've got another one coming out this week. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the big ones. Any of your other favorite podcatchers around there. If we're not on it, one that you listen to, let us know. We'll make sure that we get on that for you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and our Trust the Trail Facebook page. Remember, in life, the trail does give you everything you need, no matter what trail you're on, no matter what journey you're on. The trail does give you everything you need. So look for the signs. Look for those opportunities. Trust the trail, you guys. Bye.